1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. As a kid, did you ever hear your parents say, why can't you be more like, insert name here? Maybe the lesson should have been to be more like a bug.
0: They are all working together in unison to survive and to make this the best hive it can be. Unfortunately, with humans, something called pride gets in the way."
1: Because bees are vital to our everyday life, there's a group in Detroit working to keep those hives buzzing. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. When people think about Detroit, concepts of steel and rust come to mind. A blue-collar city that put the world on wheels. But don't sleep on Detroit's natural beauty.
0: What makes Detroit prime for urban beekeeping is we're very green. If you drive around the neighborhoods where there used to be houses, there's now vacant lots and huge explosion of urban gardens. And what's so great about that is we can help the mission of those urban gardens because then their food in their garden is much more because it's getting pollinated, which equals more food, And then it helps our mission as well because we're helping the population of the bees. I mean, it's so cool how Detroit is so intertwined and Detroit takes care of Detroit. That's how we see it. That right
1: there is Brian Peterson Roost, a fifth grade teacher and founder of Bees in the D. They're a nonprofit that manages hundreds of beehives across the metro area. I met Brian at one of their hives atop the Detroit City Distillery Whiskey Factory in Corktown. How did you get started with this? I mean, did you wake up one day and be like, you know what? We need
0: hives. We've only been around for six years, but I've been beekeeping for 14. A garden club of the district I teach in up in Rochester sent me up to Beaver Island to take a two-week course on beekeeping. And then when we moved down to the city, I just fell in love with Detroit and saw the possibilities. And so we decided to start the nonprofit Bees in the D.
1: In case you couldn't tell, Brian really loves bees. In fact, the day we met, his shoes had bee designs all over them. In listening to him talk, I realized very quickly that this is not about him. It's about the bees. This is not derogatory, you sound like a housekeeper, like it's not your house, these aren't your bees. You're just here to help them belong and as much in the background as you can be while still helping as much as you can.
0: I'm so glad you heard that in what I'm sharing because I tell people, we're a guest. We're a guest inside of their hive and I am just there to make sure that they have all the resources they need. Unfortunately, with the mites that are not native to this area that were brought over, I'm helping to hopefully eradicate those so that they can stay healthy So I'm just there as a guest, trying to help them out, making sure the queen is healthy, making sure their population is strong, especially going into the wintertime.
1: Bees are incredibly vital to our ecosystem. If not for bees and their work as pollinators, trees, flowers, and plants wouldn't be able to grow. Basically, we wouldn't be able to eat or breathe without bees, which makes them kind of a big deal. Despite all that, bees can get a bad rap as being the thing that stings you. Not true, says Brian.
0: Most of the time when you get stung, it is a wasp. Notice how we're standing out here, and these honeybees want nothing to do with us. They are more concerned about finding more resources to help increase their chance of survival for the winter. They're working! That's where we get all these expressions, busy as a bee. A lot of people don't realize that in Michigan alone there's 460 different species of bees. People like me who don't know, when I look at this, I just see bee bee. There's almost 500
1: different types of bee like that blows my mind.
0: Yeah and and let me just say that was just Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the United States over 4,000 species worldwide 20,000 bees. Now that doesn't even include our wasp. People don't realize that and we put wasp bees everything into one category. You're out at a picnic by the trash cans and we're like these bees are awful. Those are actually wasps and so it's very important for people to realize that bees come in many different shapes sizes, they all have their purpose in our ecosystem and our food industry.
1: There's a myth that the honeybee population is in peril, which just isn't true. But there is a threat to native bee populations, which is what drives bees in the D in part to do what they do.
0: What's great for us is people heard about what we're doing. They sense our passion and they reach out to us and so we are on some pretty cool places like right now we're on the convention center, we're on the Shinola Hotel, the Foundation Hotel but we have 70 different locations now and we're only in our sixth year. We started with six hives in two locations but we go as far north all the way up to Blake's and Armada as far south down to the Lazy Boy headquarters on their roof in Monroe and all the way out to Ann Arbor and Dexter area. We have an app called hive tracks. And it allows us to see a map of all the information of the different hives. But I look at that map and I'm trying to fill in the gaps. And we're calling that the Motor City B Highway because we're trying to fill in these gaps so that people's gardens are more productive, the fields are more productive, and our ecosystem has all the things that nature needs to survive.
1: Remember earlier I mentioned we were on the rooftop of the whiskey factory, right? Well, Bees in the D and Detroit City Distillery collaborate annually to make a honey bourbon. So I went across the street from the whiskey factory to the DCD tasting room to talk to co-owner Michael Forsyth.
2: Throughout the year, Brian will bring one or more volunteers. Usually it's like a family situation where it's a, a younger student who is into science or into entomology and their mom or their dad come dress up in bee suits and go tromp on the roof and you know take care of the bees and so it's really fun working with them they have put so much effort and love into taking care of the bees and using it as an educational vessel to teach people why bees are the most important species on the planet but then there's rewards honey and there's i think a lot that can be learned from them as a nonprofit that also makes things Revenue is a challenge for everybody, whether you're for profit or non-profit. Having a product that they can use to help raise revenue and help raise awareness is something that kind of sets them apart.
1: You can buy bees in the D honey from their hives. They sell that too. It's not just collaboration work. The honey gives you a chance to taste Detroit in the most literal sense. What I love about this is you get to taste what this part of Detroit tastes like. People love things that are from Detroit. Tasting abstract places is very difficult, except
0: with this honey. I have to brag a little bit on Bees in the D because we do something that's so unique. Each location that we have, we harvest separately. And so on our honey jars, we have a safety seal that has a QR code. There's a handwritten code. So here is DCD, which makes sense, Detroit City Distillery. And you can type that in and it will pull up a map to show you right where those hives are, where that honey came from. And here's the fun part. It's just like wine. Every location has a different taste, a different color, and that varies from year to year. So it's vintage 2022 this year, and it's fun to taste those different honeys. So we even do events where you get to taste honey from all different locations so you can taste that difference because it's what they're foraging on.
1: The collaboration between Detroit City Distillery and Bees in the D is more than just whiskey. They barrel age the honey too, which
2: I got a taste of with Michael. I don't know if this is the best honey sampling
1: vessel. It's so floral, but then you get that, like, there's like an oakiness. Yeah. You don't have people
2: walking around going, oh, man, I smoked a bunch of honey. Because why would you do that? Right. But the barrel does that for you. The barrel does that, and it adds a really cool element to you. You get all the little black flecks. Yeah. And it's like actual bourbon barrel. But it tastes amazing. Yeah. Uh, Sugar barrel. It is. (laughs) It tastes really good. (laughs) If
1: you think I was going to go down to the tasting room and not try the bourbon, you're nuts.
2: It's not overly sweet. And so what's cool about this, when you drink it, first you're like, okay, that's a 100 proof bourbon. Very nice. But the honey builds on your palate as you drink it. So it starts getting sweeter as you drink it. And you can really start tasting the honey come out after like three, four sips. It's just like so beautifully like sweet and mellow and easy to drink.
1: The burn is right there, but then like, it's so mellow and then it burns down. But I mean,
0: the honey really dials back the burn. Yes, it does.
1: Normally, this is the section where I offer the parting thought, but Brian nails it.
0: Can I tell you the other big difference with humans? Yes. This is for the good of the hive. This is for the collective. They are all working together in unison to survive and to make this the best hive it can be. Unfortunately, with humans, something called pride gets in the way. And with bees, that's not the case. They want, for the good of the hive, they all work together, and that's what makes them successful. If we could learn that as humans, we could really have an awesome place to live. Thank you
1: to both Brian Peterson Roost and Michael Forsyth for hanging out with me today. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out WWJnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. For more of The Daily J, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast using the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.